Wait, hey there. Were we wrong about forearm support in the office? This new research gives clarity about the right type of forearm support for typing. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. This episode is going to be really good because I'm talking about brand new research, like hot off the presses. Before I do that, I want to talk about what it takes to get started in office ergonomics assessments. You know, you need to do the coursework. But there is a big unknown between just doing the coursework, taking a course, and actually getting paying clients. And within that, you have to handle complex ergonomics cases, write really good reports so that you actually solve the problems that you're being called to in an office in the first place. So there's a lot of unknowns here. Last episode, I talked about the value of mentorship. So if you haven't yet checked that out, I want to encourage you to do that because I believe that mentorship makes the difference. And that's why I just added that into my office ergonomics course called the Ergonomics Blueprint, because this is what the difference is. And this is exactly why I get so fired up about this, because I have seen office ergonomics professionals out there doing assessments, and they aren't doing the greatest job. They're not serving their clients, and they're not doing justice for our industry. That's why I've included coaching in the ergonomics blueprint. I just added that in. And I have a really valuable free training that gives you clarity about where you should be spending your time and what the steps are for doing really good office ergonomics assessments. All you got to do is go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin and you can check that out in the show notes. Let's dive into this episode, shall we? We're going to be talking about new research that gives clarity about the right type of forearm support for typing. As ergonomics enthusiasts, we all know that musculoskeletal disorders especially spinal-related pain, are a major cause of disability globally, right? And that's maybe why you got into ergonomics in the first place, because prevention is way more useful than just getting people injured once and pain is there, right? So this relationship between spinal pain and posture can be a bit of a controversial topic, with conflicting beliefs and findings regarding optimal and suboptimal postures. Today's episode is based on a recent article published in the Applied Ergonomics Journal called Prolonged Slump Sitting Causes Neck Pain and Increased Axial Scapular Muscle Activity During a Computer Task in Healthy Participants, a Randomized Crossover Study. This article is hot off the presses. And I'm going to link it in the description too, if you want to read the full article, which I highly recommend. The study aimed to investigate the immediate effect 
of different sitting postures during standardized computer tasks on perceived pain in healthy participants. So you might be asking yourself why this is so interesting and why I decided to share this with you on this platform. Okay, so an upright sitting posture with forearm support is usually expected to cause the least amount of pain and change in pain sensitivity when compared to non-recommended postures, such as sitting in a slumped posture without forearm support, just for one example. And how often have you gone into an ergonomics assessment? I've seen this. This is so common, right? What we normally see, what we typically see as ergonomics professionals is non-recommended postures. One more thing that this study looked at, they wanted to look at the muscle activity. So not only did they look at perceived pain, but they measured the muscle activity and they hypothesized, you know, they made that educated guess that there should be differences between different postures, obviously. I'm going to spend just a couple minutes on study design so that I can give you credibility so you can make the decision of how relevant this is in your day-to-day because I think it's pretty relevant. The study recruited 25 healthy right-handed participants who completed four different typing tasks while sitting in an office setup for 15 minutes, each separated by a five-minute break period. The four tasks were completed with four different sitting postures. The first one was sitting upright with forearm support. The second, sitting upright with no forearm support. The third, sitting slumped with forearm support. And last but not least, sitting slumped with no forearm support. Pain intensity was recorded regularly and electromyography was measured during each task over five different neck and shoulder muscles during the tasks. All right, let's talk about results here. The study found that, no surprise, all four tasks resulted in increased pain compared to the baseline. One more finding that should not surprise you at all if you've ever done any ergonomics work in your past, they found that sitting with no forearm support and a slumped position caused the highest pain. Put that fact in your back pocket because this is something that your clients want to hear. Without a shadow of a doubt, sitting in a slumped posture will always be ergonomically risky. But here's the really surprising part of this research. Task B, which involved sitting in a good posture with no forearm support in an upright position, caused lower pain intensity than task A. And task A is sitting in an upright position with forearm support. This was unexpected as previous research has shown that arm support during computer tasks can reduce discomfort. Wow! This study also found that static postures increase the perception of pain regardless of the sitting posture. The findings of the study revealed that Task D, which is sitting slumped with no forearm support, caused the most significant increase in peak neck pain score, perceived pain area, and task difficulty. However, task A, which 
is considered to be very ergonomically friendly. This is the one sitting upright with forearm support. This caused the highest increase in upper trapezius muscle activity. While task D, that was sitting slumped with no forearm support, led to an increase in activity in all measured muscles. You might be asking yourself, how does this compare to what the ergonomic standards are? And if you did, well, you're right on the mark, because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing next. As per the CSA International Guideline on Office Ergonomics, if the mouse or other input device is used intensely or for long periods of time, the forearm or base of the hand should be supported to minimize the static effort of the shoulder muscles. And where appropriate, support for the hands and the wrists and the forearms can be provided based on your discretion and feedback from the client that you are assessing. The type of support reduces static loading, contact of the wrists and arms with the sharp or hard surfaces of the work surface, and the need for bending the wrist, which is an ergonomic risk factor. So it's no surprise to us that the position of the work surface is very important. Poor fit leads to poor postures, and this can be related to the development of a work-related musculoskeletal disorder, and also reduce the effectiveness of the work being performed. And we do know that prolonged or repetitive awkward postures, raised or dropped shoulders, and a rounded back can lead to difficult movements, local and general muscle fatigue, and muscle pain. And this contributes, obviously, to the risk of developing a musculoskeletal disorder too. But what's so surprising in this research is that the best outcome was not associated with forearm support. A very, very important part in weighing the importance of this research, where I think it does add value, is the amount of time that this research was allowed for. So each sitting posture was allowed for 15 minutes, and each of these postures was separated by a five-minute break period. Add to that, the participants were pretty young. There were about 28 years old to about 30, where the average age was about 28. Now, compare that to the average employee that you might be seeing when you're doing an ergonomic assessment, where they might have been working in that particular job for 10 years, maybe even 20 years, that would probably lead to different results. However, at the same time, the study participants were in their late 20s, and they've probably been using a computer for like 20 years of their life for very long periods. So I want you to come to that determination yourself, whether or not that leads to more value in looking at research like this, or it reduces the external validity of the results. Personally, because of that element of we are using computers all the time, and the study participants have that background in computers, compared to 20 years ago when this type of research could have been happening to now, I don't think it is such a big issue. So this research is really useful to bring forward to your clients 
and have a bit of a discussion with them. Where's their pain? What are their concerns? Because forum support is really important during typing tasks. Of course, you want to make sure that there is no contact stress, that the work surface is rounded at the edge to avoid cutting the forearm or the wrist and soft tissue compression. And there should be at least four inches or 10 centimeters along the front edge of the work surface and the keyboard. This study really highlights the importance that the work surface is appropriately adjusted to allow for comfortable and efficient postures of the upper arms, the forearms, and the hands, not to mention the sitting posture. So it does give you some good information of how you can navigate the next time you see these concerns in the office environment when you're doing an ergonomics assessment. Because like I said, this is hot off the presses, showing that forearm support may not yield the best possible results for your client. Keep that in mind, please. Let me know how you're going to apply this knowledge in your day-to-day. Does it change anything? Does it give you another perspective? Well, I hope so. And if you're looking to add ergonomics assessments to your career or join a community that will help you get more paying customers for your ergonomic services, look no further than the resources that Ergonomics Help has. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I have a program called the Ergonomics Blueprint that teaches you how to add office ergonomics assessments to your career and gives you amazing time-saving resources that will allow you to do reports faster. And I also give you the mentorship for me who has been in the ergonomics industry for more than 15 years now doing thousands of assessments. Imagine the time saving that you're going to get with that and the up level of your skills. My other program, Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics, gives you the ability to have time saving resources so that you can focus on the most important parts of your business. I show you how to get more paying customers. Not only that, I have an awesome community that you'll get support with and really inspire you to build your ergonomics business, and serve those people in your community. We talk about issues with getting clients and how to navigate roadblocks together. These people in this program are getting amazing results. They're serving their customers and they're building a business from scratch to making monthly income that is supporting themselves, their families, and they are supporting their communities with ergonomics resources, often when there's no one else doing this. So I'm going to mention some information about how you can get started in the Accelerate program if you already know how to do ergonomics assessments and you're looking for a support and you want more paying customers. If you're interested in learning how to get into office ergonomics assessments, just go to the description in the link in this episode. Have a great day and I can't wait to talk to you again. Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics helps healthcare professionals building their own thriving ergonomic service business and it's opening for enrollment soon. You can register now just by going to ergonomicshelp.com biz to be the first notified once we open up the doors to Accelerate 
so that you too can tap into the strategies to build, attract customers, and raise your income with your own ergonomic services. Join the notification list to get the processes, the resources, and your future members you'll work with inside the program. You'll be the first to know about any brand new free training that I release, and you'll be the first in line when we open up the doors to accelerate the business of ergonomics next. All you got to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash biz to get started now.